1: Mm. Los crujientes y esponjosos Eggo Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero. Y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Eggo. Hi
2: everyone, I'm Joanna. And I'm Jenny. And this is Hyphenated, the podcast about living in the hyphen. Jenny, we're recording, like, late at night. I don't think we've ever done that.
0: No, but it honestly is so refreshing.
2: It, it's refreshing. Like, I'm a night owl. I wake up at night. In the mornings, I feel like 10% of who I am is activated. And over the course of the day, it maximizes at 11 p.m. 11 p.m., I'm like, peak me, which is so... Awful because no one gets to see it. (laughs) Just just my family is like, shut the fuck up, we're trying to sleep. And I'm like, I'm like literally lit right now. I'm like, my brain is going a million miles
0: fucking per hour right now, Mom. What do you want me to do? That reminds me of like when I would sleep over my best friends' houses growing up. Of course, best friends that had no male figures living in the house. Uh, So divorce says, and I was always the one staying up, like watching my best friend sleep like a creep. Wait, you're exaggerating. You would just like stay up and like just want to be awake. Well, yes. But sometimes I would look over at my friend because I was so annoyed that they fell asleep. I'm like, it's nine o'clock, Daniela.
2: Yeah. Like, what
0: the fuck is wrong with you, Daniela? Get up. It's it's early. Fucking shit. I
2: hate mornings for me. When I wake up, I feel the deepest existential dread and I'm just like, in a bad mood and and i'm conscious that it's illogical. I'm like why you shouldn't be in a bad mood joanna. Like be yeah. nice to the people around you. And I'm just so dickish. <laughs> I just I, I like the the day is overwhelming to me in the morning. And then there's something about nighttime that feels like all right, I accomplished enough, right? I did I did some stuff today. And now it's like quiet and this this time is for me and there's just uh there's just this feeling like this rush I get. This this is why I love New York so much because like the night is just, it, it, it there's no end for the night. It just continues. Here I feel like everyone goes to sleep, like LA everyone goes to sleep at kind of early, 10 p.m. people are home, which has me a little bit depressed. But <laughs> you know, I feel like, I, right now I feel like I'm caffeinated. I'm literally talking to you. I'm like talking a million miles an hour and I'm exhausted after work. But I'm like, I'm feeling like this is peak me right now.
0: Yeah. You know? I'll never understand how people can wake up like a like it's a fucking Folgers commercial. <laughs> like, I always looked up to those motherfuckers just smelling their cans of Folgers in the morning. And I'm like, what is wrong? with You know what's really wrong? Those people aren't even that bad. It's the people that, you know, let's say like you have that one rare occasion where you have to be somewhere like five or six in the morning and you're driving and you just want to punch the sun in the face. You want to yeah. punch radio DJs in the face you're like I just want to listen to music and then you see these people fucking running or cycling yeah (laughs) and I'm just like I will never be this person
2: when I see those people existing in the world it's almost like seeing Bigfoot I'm like I've heard of these people I, I it's a myth no one would want to wake up at four in the morning to run out of all the things you could do there has to be something wrong with you I mean, uh, I hate all those articles that are like, we interviewed the top performing CEOs of the world to hear their tricks. Number one trick, wake up at three in the morning. By eight, you've done almost everything on your to do list. I'm like, oh, fuck off. Like if that's if that's success, count me as a failure. That's just absolutely you know? n- n- successes will never be worth waking up early for me.
0: Absolutely not. I, yeah, I'm a different person as well. I'm, I'm very angry. And then I'm very silent. So especially if I have to be in an Uber for some reason, or if a friend picks me up, or, you know, I have to be somewhere early. I normally have to warn people. Because there's mm-hmm. there's people who are morning people, and they're like all, you know, uppity-buppity. And I'm just there just staring into the abyss. Yeah. I feel like I'm hurting their feelings almost because I'm acting so like distant and i always have to tell them i'm like listen i'm I'm not a morning person so i'm just gonna sit in silence
2: it's crazy because i've been this way my entire life from uh, when i was like a newborn my parents were like yo we used to wake you up and you were like such a bitch and and then they were like we don't really un- we never really understood people that had kids that like would wake them up at 6 a.m like you it would be 11 a.m and you're this four-year-old and you just still be asleep like I hated going to sleep I hate going to sleep going to sleep feels like a- the dress rehearsal for death I don't like sleeping it scares me I don't like people sleeping either since I was a little girl I would see people asleep and I'd be scared I'm like oh my god they're not conscious how is this different than death and so I've always been scared of sleep I've I've always been scared of people sleeping I've always been scared of being alone like awake and now as, as as an adult I still don't like going to sleep unless I'm absolutely exhausted so when I close my eyes I don't hear the fucking voices telling me like you're gonna die one day life is meaningless remember that time in fifth
0: grade when you said orgasm that's why I don't understand why do people go into deprivation tanks that sounds like a nightmare to me yes a nightmare for anyone with ADHD and anxiety.
2: I literally, to fall asleep, I need to be playing either The Office, Shrek, or How I Met Your Mother. Like
0: In I, no stop. specific order.
2: Yes, yes. I, you know how many times I've watched Shrek? Just just like a comfort Why? movie. <laughs> but again, I hear them talking, right? I can hear that. So I don't hear myself in my head, right? I can hear the characters talking. <laughs> And it's like comforting.
0: I'm like, okay, this is the part where the donkey... Because you know. Yeah, I know. But you know, once again, that's an ADHD thing. Apparently, people with ADHD are more prone to watching shows over and over again. Oh, really? Because it's a source of comfort. It comforts me so much. Well, it's what you just said. You already know what's going to happen.
2: You know how exhausting it is to... I watched The Batman on the weekend loved it by the way which is very unlike me (laughs) i was exhausted by the end you know how many storylines i I, my brain i would be trying to concentrate and then my brain would be like edward colin oh man do you remember when this guy used to act in that vampire movie oh my god when that vampire movie came out you had a crush on a mormon and he told you that he couldn't be and i'm like wait what what what, 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 stop 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 What, what just happened fuck like it's it's I love watching movies, but I have to concentrate so fucking hard. So when I go to sleep, I need I need the noise, okay? And yep. I, I need the dialogue, but I need to know exactly what's going to happen. And it just feels... Like, people like um, white noise. I like funny dialogue that I've heard so many times it's not funny anymore. That's my white noise.
0: <laughs> my white noise is... Um, I, always, I have, like, a little sound machine, and I play thunderstorms. You play thunderstorms? You're so... You're such a bruja. You play... <laughs>
2: You're like, I'm like a bruja. Like and, and, and I'm like oh, so many of my friends are like, yeah, I'm a brujita. But like you're the only one that's consistent.
0: Like oh your white God. noise is
2: thunder. Like that's so
0: on brand. I thought you were gonna say you're such a Floridian, because Floridians miss oh. the sound of thunder. That's actually a good point. <laughs> Can you imagine like I go to sleep to the soundtrack of people screaming and owls hooting <laughs> in the night? <laughs> <laughs> And then like a witch's cackle in the background and then just like. That's honestly more
2: comforting to me than silence. So I I kind (laughs) of. But seriously, since I was a kid, sleeping always gave me anxiety for sure. Sleeping was something I was always anxious about. And to this day, I'm anxious about sleeping. But the night was always a comfort. It's It's a time of comfort for me. And to this day, when I have to wake up early, it makes everything worse like if i have to wake up at 5 a.m on thursday for three nights i'm like god
0: on thursday i have to wake up early and it's monday and i'm like stressing about it to that i don't know why your whole week is ruined yes because you know that there's a day on your calendar you have to get your ass up and i'm an act we're actors though dude what is wrong with us like most call times are at the ass crack of dawn. Yeah, but like we have
2: shows. I mean, I used to have shows until midnight and then everyone would be like, well, clocking out to bed. I'm like, how? How are you going to bed right now? I need to walk five miles to get the adrenaline out of my body.
0: I'm the same way though. I People think I'm weird, but I, I don't like sleeping. I actually get upset that my stupid little body needs to recharge its stupid little batteries on a little fucking fluffy bed. Like, what are we? We're so yeah. weird. We're like these cute little woodland creatures that were like, okay, time to cuddle in soft blankies and like enter REM. Like, (laughs) I wish I didn't need that because it's true. Like that is where I feel the most alive and the most creative and the most energized. And then all of a sudden my body's like, well, time to go to bed. When I was
2: in college, I would look forward to all-nighters. To the point where I think I would—I mean, I'm a procrastinator by nature—but I'd be like, mm, "Oh, that's gonna be so fun." Just don't write the essay so that you're fueled by anxiety by Sunday night, yep. right before the due date, and that way, that <laughs> like, it's like you're preparing for battle. Like that level of anxiety is in your body. You are going to stay up until fucking 7 a.m. to finish that essay about Rousseau. And you're gonna kick ass and i i would i would get so excited at at the prospect of staying up all night and i would do it constantly it was exciting to me and it would make me feel like calm during the day that i was going to have the whole night to myself and then if you tell me oh like would you rather just do an all-nighter or sleep two hours i probably wouldn't be able to fall asleep for those Mm -hmm. two hours i would be so anxious no yeah Waking up is awful. Waking up is the worst feeling in the world. I hate it. I hate waking up.
0: No, I hate being reminded that I'm alive to see another yeah. day. Fuck my blessings. Truly. Hashtag I,
2: not grateful. I don't know if you have the same thing, but I would love to see the chemistry of my brain as it progresses throughout the day because there's no way I'm the same person in the morning as it's I am. It's just flatlined
0: right and then at yeah. night it's like beep, 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 beep,
1: beep, beep. Life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches but there's
0: only one so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour
1: let go with ego existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café pero sin importar que tipo de persona eres hay algo que a todos les va a gustar Mm. Los crujientes y esponjosos ego Waffles, ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with ego.
2: Well, there's these studies that say that like in order for human beings to survive in small eh, environments like in small towns and small well, not even towns, this is before towns. This is like when we were cavemen. That You would you would need people that were morning people, and then you would need people that were night people because you needed people to, to stay watch. But there's something about today's society that venerates the morning person. And the morning person is like, look at this person, wakes up at 5 and drinks a smoothie by 5.15 and goes on a run by 6. Yeah, bitch, but they're asleep by 8. So, like, don't tell me. What do you mean? That, how is that more efficient than someone that stays up till 2 a.m. like me and sleeps till
0: 9? Well, like, what but is, w- you're literally described. This has become like another, an unintentional ADHD episode because <laughs> that's what I read about. That a lot of people with ADHD in caveman times were considered the survivalists. Like, we were, like, our people as cavemen and women were considered stronger genetically because we were able to stay up all night. We were... In constant fight or flight mode, and we were more aware of our surroundings, and therefore had a higher survival rate. Wow! I, so I thought you knew that because it was interesting that you brought that up. I didn't. We are like dogs. You know how
2: the dogs that survived in the past were like the wolves, right? But yes. now the ones that survived are the tiny pugs that can't breathe, and and when they drink, they <laughs> suffocate in the water. Like I feel like now we're being we're being given Ritalin by like the age of nine. To like have us be be woken up at that time. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we have a disorder that back then was like, oh my God, this bitch can't fall asleep. She's
0: going to see when the other tribe comes to murder us. Like Yes, that's what sucks. I'm like, damn, dude, we used to be like badasses back in the day to our societies and our communities. And now, like you're saying, they're shoving medicine down our throats. Like, you're not supposed to be this way, kid. You it, know? It's,
2: it's also, you know, super interesting how environments and, and different cities sort of have different hours, schedules. Because yes. when I went to Spain for the first time, I was like, these motherfuckers get me. They're having dinner at 10 p.m. They're out till like 2. <laughs> they start work at 11. Then they have like a siesta. I hate naps. Naps freak me out. I can't take a nap. I'm like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be unconscious during the day. That sounds insane. <laughs> but like you know, in, in 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 a country like Spain, the culture is more geared towards night. In New York, the culture is more geared towards night. And and nocturnal people, I think, have more have I don't know more options. I think in their in their society and now that I'm in LA which is not a nocturnal city at all and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that you have to drive that's really why who wants to drive at midnight no merging on a highway is is insane the fact that us as human beings we're like we are going to get into metal boxes and drive 80 miles per hour and merge into lanes and survive <laughs> i can't even do it like when i'm caffeinated and ready to go and it's el sol está fuerte and i have to do that i feel like i feel like i'm jumping out of a window so the idea of doing that at night like even then, I, I don't I don't I'm not go, leaving my house at night in L.A. until super late. So, you know, different cultures, I think, venerate different types of like either morning people or night people. And and you just have to you your your nature has to acclimate to what that location is sort of geared towards.
0: I feel like Miami is certainly a city that celebrates the night owls, because when I tell folks over in L.A., the fact that during my clubbing days, you would literally be getting ready to go to the club at 11 p.m. How exciting. And you're out. You, I remember one time I was at a club and the sun came up. Oh, how wonderful.
2: <laughs> that sounds incredible. But,
0: but here's the thing, Jenny. We're old. I don't want to be clubbing. Well, no, I was in my early 20s when that shit was going. Hell, I I wouldn't be able to handle it today. I I know, but Jenny, but but
2: imagine this. Imagine Uh, this. I'm imagining. Imagine, like, a Zumba class at 11 p.m., okay? I want (laughs) to go to a movie at 1.30 a.m. I want a candle-making course at midnight. Like, that's my peak. That's when I'm the most productive and the most, like, tee, 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 you know? I want to go on a hike at, like, at night if I just put a little light on, you know what I mean? But, like... Why is it that the only thing that I have as an option to do at night is like drinking or clubbing? Like I want to I'm at my
0: peak and like some restaurants. But again, that's really my experience in Miami, because a lot of even the fast food places there were 24 hours versus in L.A. Most of them are not 24 hours unless it's a fucking Del Taco. But like in Miami, like a lot of the Walmarts were 24 hours. Oh, that's nice. Miami's like literally how you explained earlier, you know, that during the day you're like your brain waves are just kind of like meh. Mm-hmm. And then at night you come alive. That's basically Miami is a collective city. Like mm-hmm. everyone's just kind of like, whatever, bro, I'm just going to go to like my nine to five and like, you know, whatever. Like. <laughs> by fucking 10 p.m. Like, yeah. everyone just comes alive and, like, becomes, like, Pachanga Nation. And Miami would also do a lot of, like, Art Basil type events. What was it called? Sleepless Nights Miami. Mm-hmm. I did a play once. I did, I did a theater show. I did The Pillow Man at 1 a.m. Yeah. That was so yeah. invigorating to do a play for a bunch of people in Miami at 1 in the morning. So Miami definitely embraces that night owl lifestyle because Miami is just a very like almost like a living for the weekend type of city. I really think I see Miami that way. Everyone's just like bro I can't wait until it's Friday. I can't wait till Friday. I can't wait till Friday and then people just go hard on the weekends but even still not even you know people are always out partying and out late even on weekdays. But like that's very Latin American. In
2: Venezuela I, I would go out to bars and stuff and we'd be out till 6 a.m. Because, you know, you, you party, then you go to maybe another party, and then you, you go to La Jarepa at 4 in the morning, and you get home at 6. And when I got to the Northeast, I was shocked that clubs closed at 2 a.m. I was shocked. I was like, wait, wh- what What do you mean, 2 a. It, it We just started. And it's like, there's nothing open. Gotta go to bed, bed. It's like the Puritans are still like... Ah. No, you must not have the fun. The God is looking upon you. Um, And I think it's very Latino. I don't know what it is because Latin American cities are very dangerous. Like my mom would say how ironic it was that in Boston... At 2 a.m., she knew I was headed to my dorm. But in Caracas, the murder and kidnapping capital of the world, it was like, no, I don't want to go home porque hay otra fiesta. And it's like, how are you going to a party in such a dangerous city at 4 in the morning, which is like peak time for someone to (laughs) kidnap you? Like, but but it
0: is very Latin, dude. You're so right. You're so right. But then I don't know. I mean, I think LA because LA is definitely full of Latinos as well. I just think like individually, like households. Are throwing parties late like I've heard the banda music so I think people like Latinos in general out here are up late but then the businesses in LA and the clubs and the restaurants all close at a certain time I don't I don't know who makes these fucking rules I I just don't think it's rules I think it's just the
2: accidental makeup of the city like LA is just truly a bunch of suburbs strung together with highways and that inherently doesn't doesn't create a lot of, of concentration of people in a small area to keep a business afloat until late at night necessarily on a weekday or whatever. Meanwhile, you have New York where in one on one uh, block, you might have 7,000 people living there. And that bar in the corner has potential 7,000 people a block away. Staying up late, uh, you know, is a possibility because you have customers coming in. But places like Latin America, it's confusing to me. It's, an anomaly, I think, because human nature would be, um, you know, self-preservation and all this stuff. And it's like, no, it's literally a risk. It's a. Ri- I remember going out in Caracas. My mom would be like, "Okay, you can go out, but only if you go with Jose Carlos, because he's the one with the bulletproof car." Oh my
0: What the God. fuck?
2: How do you get a bulletproof car, dude? Uh, unless you're the Pope. Can I tell you something? In Venezuela, when the economy was like tanking and everything was going poorly, there were very few industries that were blowing up, and those industries were all security industries. So like. Bulletproof uh, cars and bulletproof windows. Like if you were in business with that, you were fucking making bank. Uh, Security systems for homes and like kidnapping insurance. All that stuff was like going up and every other part of the economy was tanking. So it actually wasn't that difficult. Like, it got to a point where people, people wanted to lead a life without fear so hard. They were like, yeah, I'll bulletproof my car. I'll feel like freaking Nixon. Who cares? Um, <laughs> but, like, that's how intense it was. Like, people, people were partying even when it was a risk to your life. There was this, like, hyper intense nightlife that no matter the situation in Venezuela, it was still alive. And it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy mm-hmm. to see that. I think it's cultural. I just, I do think it's cultural. Yeah, you're right. And that's why Miami's like that.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, even like festivities like Nochebuena, most Latino households don't start making their dinner <laughs> until like 9 p.m. Yeah. And everyone is up until midnight exchanging gifts and all that, you know. And when I try to explain Nochebuena to like someone who's not Latino, they're like, what the hell? And even still, some Latinos even go the extra mile and go to like midnight mass there's a midnight mass there's a midnight mass you're right meanwhile like non-latinos typically will just christmas eve i don't even know what they're doing baking cookies for santa i don't fucking know what they someone please tell me i have no idea i don't know meanwhile like we don't even know what to do on christmas day like i'm bored as shit as a latino i'm like what the fuck do i do now yeah back then when i was not vegan i'd be like i guess i'll have pan con lechon for the fifth time eat all the leftovers and play with all the toys but the fucking pachanga was night always christmas eve noche Buena. and so it it's so true and i until this conversation with you i never thought about it as a cultural thing i just kept thinking well Miami, people are up late. In New York, people are up late. But, hmm, LA, not happening. Everything's Mm -hmm. closed. And then LA is also one of those towns that it's like, a store will just choose to be closed on a Wednesday just because. That would (laughs) never happen in New York. Like, like here, I
2: get out of work at 7 p.m. And I'm like, great, I'll go shopping. No, everything's closed. I can't get anything done unless it's the weekend. In New York... I'd get out of work at eight and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to like Home Depot. I don't know." And then maybe I'll head over to a clothing store. I'll go to the supermarket. Like, it's I. I, The night is like a time for me to be productive, and here I can't. I'm waking up early for the first time in my life, like just to get my shit done, and it's a weird experience. It's forcing me into a more regular, like sleep schedule.
1: Life is a highway
0: and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches but there's only one Mc crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour
1: Let go with Ego Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo huevos rancheros y un café pero sin importar que tipo de persona eres hay algo que a todos les va a gustar Mm. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. So, I, I have some fun facts here.
0: Okay.
2: I pulled up cities that sleep the least and cities that sleep the most in, in the world. Okay, interesting. The places with the highest hours of sleep per night are Melbourne, Australia, which makes sense because Australians are like literally so isolated from the rest of the world. They probably have to wake up early to get shit done with the rest of the world. London, which makes no sense to me. Maybe because it's gloomy and people are tired, but like, I don't know, that that threw me through a loop. You know, I thought English people, are they like to be in pups too late? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Denver, Colorado has the most amount of sleep per night. Well, that is the
0: weed capital of the U.S. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm not surprised there. (laughs) Well, apparently L.A. and San Fran are in the top 10 most well-rested cities. Yeah, of course they're well-rested. Well, they're trying to avoid wrinkles, Joanna. Yeah, I'm going to wrinkle like a fucking raisin. They need
2: their beauty rest. So the city that sleeps the least is... Tokyo, Japan, and there people get an average of five hours and 40 minutes of sleep.
0: That makes sense considering their really harsh work-life balance,
2: yeah. Yeah, and then New York is six hours and 47 minutes per night on average, so it's, it's, it's not too far, but it's, you know, it's substantially more. And then Seoul, South Korea, and this one I thought was surprising, but then I started thinking about it and it's not surprising at all. Mexico City, so... Mexico City, one of the things that astounds me the most every time I go is hearing about how long it takes people to get to work. Like my sister-in-law's nanny, she takes a bus, it takes her two and a half hours to get to work and two and a half hours to get back home. And that's pretty regular for people in Mexico City that are using the public transportation, that live far away from the city, it's an enormous city. So like, that's something we also have to take into consideration. Like. Places that don't have a lot of sleep are also probably places that people have to be moving a lot to get to and from work.
0: Yeah. This is really fascinating. <laughs> yeah. I I tried to change myself
2: a few times. Like, I'm like, if I force myself to be a morning person, like, I'll be able to do it. And I just think it's just not my nature. Uh, you know, my, my brother always said, like, once he had kids, it, it all got ruined. Because Oh, yeah.
0: I hear that often.
2: Children are like dictators. You know, you got to do what they say. But... I, I always dreamed of the day. I don't know if this happened to you, but when you were like a kid, I always like mm, oh, when I'm when I grow up, I'm gonna I'm gonna be waking up at five in the morning and not crying about it. I can't wait. Cause that means I'm an adult. Bitch, I cry. I've cried waking up at five in the morning to get to the airport. Literally, like like my eyes like well up a little bit because I'm so it's tired this and really miserable.
0: shitty, cranky cry. Like you feel cranky, like you feel like you're a newborn again and you feel like this like Mm-hmm. Nah. That's it. Like, like you're pooping, but you're not. And it's just Okay, that's interesting. (laughs) That's an interesting... Okay, I've never... I I don't know about that. I (laughs) looked like I was pooping. But no, there's like this, like, like this tension throughout all my muscles when I get like that cranky, like early morning. And usually when I have to wake up early these days is when I have to film for What's Up Disney Plus, which is a show I host for the Disney Plus YouTube channel. And now that we're shooting in studio, it's like it takes over an hour to get there. Mm Mm-hmm and I have to mentally prepare myself, bro. I'm just like, here we Mm -hmm. go. Like I make, like, I'm like, I have to prepare everything the night before. I
2: feel like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde every day, because I don't trust my morning self. At night, I'll be like, what can I do to ensure that that crazy bitch does everything right. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. it's 11 it's and I'm like, oh my God, let me just get my backpack all ready. I'm going to put my Bro. face wash next to the sink because then I'm going to forget and like cry when I don't do it. My deodorant right here. Joanna, put two. You don't know. You don't know what morning Joanna is capable of doing. Put two alarms, motherfucker. And then I'm like, I'll what get the- morning Joanna's- you know what I mean? Like, I'll put the cafecito ready to go. Like, already the grain's in and the water, so all I have to do is turn it on because <laughs> I just don't trust that bitch. I don't trust her. I don't trust her. And, and I don't know if this happens to you. I'll be I'll be ready to go to sleep. I'm like, Joanna, wake up. Like, wake up an hour before you have to get out of the house.
0: Dude, I talk to myself too in my head.
2: There is not one time... <sighs> In my life where I've been like, you know what, I'm going to do the responsible thing and wake up and get up from bed with enough time to do everything I have to do. No, I'm always in a rush. I always, it's like a fucking tornado because I have to, I, I snooze <laughs> forever. I'm like, just I, like, I'm like, oh, what's better taking two minutes to get a bunch of shit done or laying here
0: <laughs> and staring at the ceiling. Oh my God. My poor husband has to deal with like my 30 alarms going off and And I also give myself this internal pep talk, like, Jenny, bro, just get up, dude. Just get up. You know, lately, I've been so lazy that I've been getting pissed at my bladder in the mornings because I want to keep sleeping And my, and my, I I need to pee. Oh, the worst. I just want to fucking piss my, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go to bed with a diaper on. I'm so tired. I just want to stay in bed. It's
2: horrible. It's horrible.
0: I also like, like, like you, like
2: I struggle falling asleep.
0: Yes, same. And then I'm great
2: staying asleep, which is the opposite of what is good. So when I have to get up to pee, I do these things I think will help me not fully like be awake. So I'll not turn on any light, which is awful. Like I have so many bruises all the time. I smash into stuff, which is even worse than just like turning on a little light. I don't turn on any light, not one light. I don't even look at my phones, like nothing. And then I do this thing where I don't stand up fully straight. Me neither. I like hunch over like Quasimodo, and like like almost trick my body into thinking it's still like in the in the fetal position. And I just like <laughs> shuffle over to the toilet and like just sit there and close my eyes and just like you know just try not like, like tricking like, my <laughs> own body into thinking it's not awake. <laughs> And then I'll just, like, shuffle back into bed. And, and my husband's always like, you look so weird. You look scary. Like, <laughs> you're in the dark, shuffling around, like, bent over. I'm like, yeah, because I'm tricking my body into thinking I'm still asleep. Because then I, cause I don't want to go through falling asleep again. It takes me so long. I don't want the voices to come Dude, and get me.
0: <laughs> I thought I was the only one that did that. I look like, like, you know, in Harry Potter, when Voldemort is like a little shredded fetus on the floor, like, that's what I feel like I look like in the toilet. I'm just like, (laughs) I'm like, please,
2: please, body, don't, don't think it's awake. Don't wake up. Don't wake up. You're going to go back to sleep soon. Just let me empty (sighs) it. Let me empty and just, just wobble over, please. (laughs) Please. Ugh, sleep, man. It is... It's annoying! You know, my dad has this gene. And it's... I forgot what the name of the gene is. What? And it's a gene that a lot of, like, high-performing people have. And it's basically, he doesn't need much sleep. My boss, Dan Poppenmeyer, has the same gene.
0: I heard about this with some celebrities. With,
2: like, three to four hours of sleep, they're they are fine. They're, like, they get all the sleep they need. the Their the brain works great and i have the opposite problem i can't function (laughs) ever because i can't fall asleep and then once i fall asleep i can't wake up and after i wake up it takes me 10 hours to get to my peak level of productivity the fact that i have a career is astounding
0: i don't know how you do i look up to you bro i look up to you because you are you have worked on in a lot of writers rooms and i've so far only had experience in one writer's room and dude there were times that i felt like i was astral projecting out of my body from how exhausted i was and then i I just hear like yeah and then in my head i'm like oh my god jenny you're never gonna make it as a writer oh my god what is wrong with you focus focus bitch focus And, you know, I can't drink coffee. So a lot of times, like, I would just, like, you know, try to drink my matcha and shit. Oh, my God. You can't drink coffee. Yeah, I can't drink coffee. Oh, my God. So imagine imagine that bullshit. And it wasn't even that early. Like, it would start, like, around 9 in the morning. But it's like, you have to be on. Yeah. You're there to brainstorm. You're there to fucking think of shit. But creatively, that is not my peak. Honestly, I wish writer's rooms happened later in that night. Yeah. I think the majority of us ADHD fucks in Hollywood would get a lot more done and have a lot more creative breakthroughs in our writer's room if they were later
2: most creative people are night owls yeah it's just like proven that people with more creative like generally i'm not i'm yeah you know, no not it's everyone, true it's true but and and you know some people we're, we're going to talk about cavemen again but some people are like yeah that's when cavemen used to like draw the creative people would go and draw camels on the fucking walls at night well that's like the like theory yeah, people have i have learned so much today <laughs> I know. Honestly, I just want to let the listeners know we were going to talk about a completely different topic. We were going to be talking about parents. And somehow, we, we spent an hour talking about sleep. <laughs> because I just mentioned this is the first time we've done an episode at night.
0: Well, it was hard not to keep talking about it because you and I have so many similarities when it comes to like our hatred towards mornings and waking up early and our love for all things nighttime and nightlife and also how we hate sleep. But I'll, that could also be the ADHD common denominator here because I've, I've done so much studying on that. And it's like, and then the whole caveman thing, it's truly fascinating. So I decided, fuck it. Let's just keep going. <laughs> if we do more podcasts at night, we don't even have to think of topics because our
2: brains are going a million miles an hour. You know and we'll what? we focus in on one thing. I absolutely agree. Let's just start doing our podcasts at night and not planning for it because we, I mean, we had a whole thing planned <laughs> for today's episode and we ended up talking about fucking sleep.
0: Okay. Trust me. Kevin knows. I feel so bad because I like Kevin is like, has to deal with me complaining on through text being like, Kevin kevin i don't know if i could do this i fatigue <laughs> kevin kevin i have to especially when you were in new york and we had to i had to do extra early hours and i was like kevin i don't think i can do my makeup i can't do my makeup kevin kevin i just rolled out of bed kevin morning jenny again you can't trust her
2: morning joanna and morning jenny are just people you don't want to be around you know they're really, not truly, great you know so let's no. i think we should start recording more episodes at night we can We fucking can. Right now, I'm so awake right now. I'm like, can I go for a a jog? And it's like, (laughs) no, it's (laughs)
1: 8.20. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches.
0: But there's only one McCrispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.